Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Warning, this podcast contains strong opinions, rants, words, and complete and utter honesty. But that's not gonna stop you, is it? Hello! Hello, welcome to Monday. It's Monday, it's your weekly dose of loose lips. We have the best Mondays. Everyone else dreads Mondays. Dreaded. I can never speak though on a Monday. This is the first Have time we we've talked. I can't. I can't even speak at all. Just, blah, 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 blah. We're we're just gearing it. Happy Monday! Uh, if you are watching this at the top of the, at watching it, I see. Top of and listen, yeah. listen to it. People are switching off right now. Like, these idiots say, can't speak. Start um, We've got to number one in the podcast charts for this drivel. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And on Friday, thank you. We reached a hundred thousand listeners. We did. Thank you. So thank you so much. Keep spreading the word um, about our podcast. If you're new to the podcast I'm Louisa Zisman I'm Anna Williamson and every single Monday we bring you our opinions on the big stories of the week and there are some crackers this week find out what made Anna say this I mean every family's got one right and what made Louisa say this I just think they should all just you know get in a big pit of sex um, but before we'd like to have a little you know little it's Monday you we know, reminisce about our weekend how was the week that was in the weekend well I how was your weekend we really? had our I hosted a psychic dinner party on Friday and I went Anna came how bloody good was the psychic I mean the psychic was bloody amazing I just like to say everyone it was amazing came out saying oh my god Oh my god! Oh my god! I mean, I'm really into the whole psychic. I'm thing not. Anyway. I've never had a reading. Had I'm you not, not? Into it. I just thought it'd be fun because I just wanted to decorate the table. Well, do you know what? So here's. <laughs> <laughs> so we went round to Lou's house, um, and uh, you know she lives in this tiny, minute shed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Like not, um, and uh, I, I was just honestly, it was incredible. Talk about like the I think everybody had one of the best nights they've ever so had. So much fun. She had goodie bags. Those pajamas that were in the goodie bag, I have worn them all weekend. To the point they had to go in the wash today. I was going to say, have you not washed them? Babe? Yeah, no, they're going in today because they stunk. I was, they're so comfy. They're so amazing. So we got these personalized pajamas, and I did goodie bags. I'm so extra. Like I know, but I love it. Never. I ever just think apologize. I'm going to pitch my own housewives of Hertfordshire show. You just and it just needs to be in your house. Just could be about me. It, just about you because it's and so not, and your mum <laughs> and you know what she listens mom, to this. She wants to come on our podcast. I know Lou's mum, who I'd like to say is probably our biggest fan. Yeah, I and mean, my dad. I was going to say Zoe, your dad's you know probably a close second. Quite up but there. your mum on Friday night, um, if she's listening, hello. Uh, she was giving us she was giving us some some tips. I think she wants to sort of manage us a little bit. I do as well. But she did say <laughs> I swear too much. She's like, I, I love Lou. She goes, I think, I think appropriate swearing is fine. <laughs> 
I think <laughs> she drops the f bomb too much. I can't help it. I get excited. Well, this is what and I said it's to her. My passion. I said, through. I said to her, you can't mess, Chris, with you know, with 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 oh. genius. That is. And Luke. I had such a good time on Friday night. I can't remember what I did on Saturday. Well, exactly. I don't know. I don't know. What I did for the rest of the weekend. It was just a, fa- a family weekend. Oh, I what had um, I? I had a we attempted family Sunday lunch yesterday. Oh, did you? I didn't a do a race. Oh, I saw that on Instagram. You ended yeah. up eating alone. Yeah, always. I, I think I'd quite like that. To be fair, I'm not even joking. It was actually it's really pleasant. Really nice. Well, because you know what it's like. You know, I'm dealing with cutting his food up, trying to encourage him, and getting excited about vegetables, and that's a good boy. <laughs> and then the minute he'd like clearly had enough, what well, I was like, right, Damn. that's it, Alex, get outside, look at the ducks. And it was actually, you know, I had ten minutes of peace oh, and quiet. Well, I quietly ate my, you know, cauliflower cheese see? and my roast. So I nice. didn't do a roast yesterday. I went to see. Little Mix experience. Did you? At the spotlight in Hoddesdon, yeah, with Dixie. It wasn't actual Little Mix, but they were really good, these girls. That's where I did Panto so last year. Oh, and I want to do Panto. I know you do. But only like two nights, because then I get bored. It's too much of a commitment. Well, this is what I keep telling you. It's good. <laughs> it's good, but I think. I, I want to dip my toes in, have fun, be a fairy, dress as a bit of Cinderella, or be an evil stepmother. And do a few shows and then go home, but you can't. It's such a bloody when, commitment. When you get a triple show on a Christmas Eve... Then you realise... Oh, I'm not doing that. Oh, shit. no, babes. Oh, no, No, babes. thank not you. Not at all. No, no, exactly. Um, anyway... So we've had a great weekend, which we was have. nice. We saw a psychic, which was very exciting as well. We she was amazing. Oh, she even... Do you know what she said oh. to, uh, to me, the psychic? She said, recently, um, you've gone into business with a friend. And I was like, oh, my friend Anna, we do podcast now. <laughs> yeah, baby. But she was like, it's going to be amazing. It's going to lead to other things. And exactly. So we're like channeling else. other things. Channel. Uh, do you know what was quite good? Just a last word on the psychic, because you're probably listening going, shut up about the psychic. Yeah. Uh, and she was amazing, though. She was amazing. <laughs> but it was, it was, so one of Lou's friends, um, you might know of her, Casey Batchelor. It, it was her recommendation, wasn't yeah. it? And Casey was, because a few people have come out, kind of just been a bit cagey about it. Yeah. Casey was quietly shitting herself, <laughs> thinking that she'd recommended a real dud. Then I came out and I was like, ow, my God. She's she just, was amazing. She was incredible. She was so thanks for a nice dinner party, Lou. You're it very was, welcome. It was lovely. Thank you very much. Please like your PJs. And it was lovely. Um, I've had some emails in from you all. We do love your emails. So please always email us, leeslipspod at gmail.com. Who's up first, Anna? Uh, okay, shall I go for this one? Uh, this is from Fiona. Hi, Fiona. Uh, hi, Louisa and Anna. Now, I've just started listening to your podcast and I absolutely love it. Thanks, babe. Um, went through all five episodes in two days and can't wait for the next one. I'm loving that you binge podcasted us. That's so nice. Thank you. That. We really appreciate it. Truly, we do. Um, I was wondering how you both deal with the issue of being a working mum. I have a three-year-old and I work in an office job full-time and I get a minimum of two comments a day about it oh about having a working oh minimum two, sorry two comments yeah right I see two what you mean so obviously people it, having yeah. a bit of a dig uh, which I'm sick of people will say things to me like don't don't you worry about having your child in nursery full time oh my god no. like Fiona we are so with you on this <laughs> or when are you thinking of going part time oh my gosh so much really? judgement and constantly oh comment even my mother-in-law and my own mum make comments oh do you know what? this is a bit of an issue I'm having at the moment really? uh, well a little bit with my mum uh, the truth is I love my job and I love working but all these comments make me feel like the world's shitty mum no one makes the same comments to my husband I know just because uh, we have a uterus yeah we get blamed for it so it irritates me that I have to listen to it constantly do you think I'm being oversensitive about the comments and do you have any suggestions for how I should respond oh my god Fiona we are so on your back with this I right? am but do you know what I don't even work full time my kids go to nursery full time <laughs> 
<laughs> I like the peace, to be honest. Yeah. So I suffer from no mum guilt. This is the thing. I'm going to rant about mum guilt one day. We, do you know what? We must do that because I get so sick of other mums. And I mean this in, in a supportive way to yeah. other mums because we shouldn't feel guilty. A, a therapist friend of mine once said, guilt is such a wasted emotion. It is. And it is. It guilt takes and up, envy. Guilt and envy. The two worst wasted emotions that take up so much it's so emotionally draining. I would really not bother listening to these comments. Your son is probably better off because he has a mum that's mentally doing something fulfilled. that she enjoys and is fulfilled and your mind. I think it's real. I actually literally just posted about this on Instagram on our way in here today. It's so important to have you time and to have an identity outside of your family. It's just you lose so much of yourself after you have a baby. You really do. Um, yeah. I think good for you. You're loving your job. You're enjoying your job. Your son is in a happy, healthy, safe place, cared for, stimulated, educated daily. The structure of nursery is, brilliant. is fantastic. But I mean, I know people have you know their own opinions about it. But for me, it really works. I mean, yeah. my son goes in two, two to three days a week into nursery. Mine are like full time. My youngest isn't even one. Yeah, but I put Enzo. Yeah, no, she's not quite full time, but she is going full time from when she's one. Um, she's there today. The two youngest are at nursery today. The eldest is at school. And I think as long as, and it sounds like, I mean, you you have, obviously, Lou, I have, we've really researched our nurseries. We yeah. know our children enjoy them. And I think that's the thing. If you're, you kind of need to, I would, you need to kind of block out this negativity. I think people say mm. comments. Um, you'd like to think that they're not saying it to be mean. I just think it's none of their bloody it's business. It's none of, do you know what, what, what works for every single family in relationship? Funny enough, I've just done a post on it today as well on my way in because my husband's juggling. I, I'm earning, I'm, yeah. I'm earning the money at the moment and and my husband's sorting out doing a degree and he's also sorting out the home and I did a post today about you know the work-life balance and how families just have to make make it work for what works for yeah. you do you know what I mean so Fiona I think just I just don't even listen to this and if you need to respond back to anyone and if you feel it's appropriate I to, wouldn't even waste your breath well, well I might even I mean, I, no, I wouldn't waste it. However, if it really gets, you know how sometimes it gets to it that point, you want to burst. Yeah, I would actually just, I would actually wouldn't mind just politely standing up to them and go, do you know what? My decisions for my family are my decisions. Kindly keep your opinions to yourself. Or get a water gun and squirt them. You know, like you do one of those annoying cats that shits in your garden. Yeah, or put like... Just squirt um, them with a water gun. Or put some sort of off, <laughs> off fish in their desk or yeah. something. Do just that. Just do something like really immature. Yeah. Be like, well, your comments are immature. I can only respond in this way. I actually like that. <laughs> listen to Lou. Don't listen to me. Fiona, you're doing a great job, okay? No mum guilt. It stops now. Yes. Thank you for your email, Fiona. Um, right, this week. Thanks. Oh, hang on, though. Emails, though. Thank you. And oh. do you keep them coming in? Yeah? Did I say that? Did you say that? No, I don't I, know. I, I We're can't. like losing it. I, Thank you for your emails. Keep them coming in. You can email us at looselipspod at gmail.com. I just didn't want to not have emails. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, this week. Go on, Lou. Dun, dun. Or, or should it be? I don't watch it. Do you not? No, I don't I'm watch obsessed it. Obsessed with it. Really? Love My mum's obsessed with it. I haven't watched it. I don't know who's in it. It's no good. idea. But all I know is they're at it again. The strictly curse. The dirty, dirty bastards. They're all shagging, they're all cheating, they're all snogging, they're all, like, exchanging body excrements like there's no bloody tomorrow. I mean, 
you are correct. Well, this is like the biggest swingers party on national TV every single year, breaking up marriages. And this is why my husband doesn't want me to do it, I think. Well, I mean, I'm not even (laughs) remotely famous to do it. But my husband has said to me that if ever I get to that point, if I'm ever asked to do it, he went, please, can you? That's the one show he said, I do not (laughs) want you to do. My husband says as well. Because he was like, but that's the thing, as much as you kind of profess that you, you know, you you don't want to get tempted and all that kind of thing. No, I mean, I'd like to point out, I don't think I would, but what is going on? I mean, I we, are, we are, of course, referring to comedian Sean Wolf, uh, Wolf, Walsh, Walsh. Um, who was pictured snogging his dance partner, Katia Jones, over the weekend. It's all in the papers this week, and they've admitted it. They have issued apologies, and apparently, Jeez, according to reports, so well, apparently the Beeb are furious because really? we're only a couple of weeks in. I know. And, they, and they've been really trying to build the show as a family show. It's not. All it does is break up bloody well, families and that's the show. thing. They're trying to distance themselves from the Well, curse. they can't. I mean, the yeah. sexual tension in Strictly is off the frigging Richter I mean, scale. Well, even what, what goes on in that studio, in that green room? I mean, or in I the or in, fly on the wall. Or in the rehearsal rooms. But what's, but what's made even more awkward about this whole thing with Sean Walsh and his partner, Katia Jones, no one would have minded, I'm sure, if... He wasn't, uh, sorry, she wasn't married to another professional in Strictly, Neil, who I interviewed a couple of oh, weeks no. ago, who was gushing about his wife. Oh, Awkward. Jesus. I feel really sorry for him. So embarrassing. And he, Sean Walsh, out of all the weekends for his girlfriend of five years. Balling to, in the audience with pride, with pride. wasn't she? <gasps> and, and that's it. Now, apparently, according to a report, Or today, crying because she knows what was going on. Yeah, maybe she was looking at them dancing, thinking, oh God. And then they're pictured snogging. We all think she was crying with pride. Maybe she was crying with hurt and upset and anger. And I think we should probably take that stance. Yeah, that's what we think it is. But how would you feel, right? So, I mean, I mean, I know we, it's all in the front pages, and 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 if you see the pat pics, I mean, they are they are properly going. For I them. haven't said. You know, I live completely with my head in the sand. Patrice Imo's getting them up for me now. So they I'm, are Lou. They are like. I mean, we could even reenact it now. I could give Lou a massive tonguing Anna, uh, on the podcast. On. It's Monday I'm morning. Not a lesbian today. It's my Tuesday day. Oh, okay. It's oh, Monday right. today. Well, oh, that's a good point, actually. <laughs> but they are they're, they're outside a pub. They're apparently drunk. But also. Come on, they're on one of the biggest TV shows at the minute. They're outside a pub, in public, people know who they are. Why would you do that? Go and get a fucking room. You would, wouldn't you? You'd book a travel lodge. How disrespectful can you be to your partners? Yeah. Do it, do it in private. Oh, we've got, oh. She's looking at the pics. And also, it looks like they know there's paps there. Well, uh, well, I don't. Well, I don't She's know. Smiling. I have no idea who he is. I've never even seen that man in my life. Is he the famous one? Yeah, he's he's the comedian. I have to have to admit, I don't really know I, who I he is. I don't know who he is. But how awkward is this now going to be on Strictly? Because her husband um, is one of the dancers. Together. Yeah, but how much? So I mean, I mean, but this is the thing. So on the on the flip side of this, you say you don't watch Strictly, oh, <laughs> She has just hit her hand check. Oh. But I'm going to be tuning in even more so next Saturday. See, they see say how they don't want the publicity, out. but really they do. Yeah, but how, well, apparently the girlfriend, Sean's girlfriend, she has unfollowed him on Instagram. I mean, that, oh. we all know that that is the... Like the ultimate public like shunning. Sh- yeah, shunning. It's like when the Amish people shun their own. There you go. Oh, well, wow. so look at oh, this. Oh, we've got a headline. Oh, hang on. 
There we go. Love Strictly Sean Walsh, favourite to be axed next. Yeah, obviously. As fans demand he is disqualified and promise they won't vote for him after his shock snog with Katia. That's courtesy of the current bun today. I mean, he's going to be out. I mean, it's a shame because he's actually quite a good dancer. Is it? I haven't watched him. He looks a bit dirty anyway. I don't want to snog him. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, if you were going to snog any of the pros... I don't know um, who any of them are. Not pros. But what, the people, the who celebs, else is in it? Um, I mean, loads of people. I'm just thinking who I'd snog. It wouldn't be Sean Walsh. No, like, I wouldn't snog him. I wouldn't snog it's Sean like he needs Walsh. a good wash and a haircut. But do you know what? What is the thing? Right, so... Why? You have been... Like, so you've been on reality yeah, shows. I've, I have I've done one. close to people. Well, okay. And is, have you ever divulged this before? Or are we now well, going? on yeah, it's been documented. Or on the Apprentice, exaggerated documented though. Nothing has happened with any of the people I got. Right. But you form really close relationships. I've formed close, um, really close friendships with with girls on there as well. Leah, who won the Apprentice my year, and I are really, really close still. Mm. Um, and it's weird because you're in such a bubble and it's so intense. One of the guys on the Apprentice, I had like a cheeky snog with him. Um, nothing more than that, but I'm never like, I don't even speak to him anymore because mm. he sold the story when I was oh, with Big Brother. Oh, how uncool. I know, what a twat. Oh. Made out I'd shagged him in a cupboard. I mean, give her some credit. It'd be I at least in a toilet. Never even saw his little <laughs> winky. But, um, yeah, so anyway, so I did, um, and I got close to him. You do form really close relationships with people. In Big Brother, I got really close to Dappy. Again, nothing happened. Everyone thought it did. Um, but you do just have, you form bonds you with do. people because you're in such a weird environment. It's just a bit weird, isn't it? As in, because you could never recreate it, I don't think. Yeah, in, in, it's so intense. In norm, it's just intense. And it is, everyone talks about the bubble, but it really is. And it was the same mm. when I did um, um, the diving show Splash yeah. a few years ago. And actually it was the same. You become you become like this team very, very yeah. quickly. And and you Who are a bit you of a clique. close to? Oh, nobody in any in any way. Oh, but um, boring. But but yeah, boring. <laughs> but we but you we all, we were all just a really really close yeah. team. I mean, it was Keith Duffy who was in in my when we were really close. Yeah. Um and um I can't even remember his surname. Oh, Dan Osborne who just is strictly and Dan oh, okay. was in it. And no, just a big brother. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I mean, big brother. It's Monday. Just a big brother. So yeah, I say Dan Osborne, Keith. Um, I mean, I but we did... were all really, really close, and and we would be very tactile and a really, really yeah. well, you chilled are... Oh, Una Foden, who's still a really good friend of mine because oh, of Flash. She, she, um, he, Una um, Foden, didn't he? Who Una? Yeah, oh, that's terrible. No, bless her. She's yeah, she's in a good place though. She's in a really that's good place. Good. She is like fierce woman. Um, but but it is a strange environment. Oh, and obviously Tom Daly, who was our you know our diving coach. I don't and think you would have got close to him. I though. wouldn't have got. To, no, actually, it was exactly that season where Tom decided to tell everyone about the fact that you know he liked Lance, his now husband. Um, oh, was he in it, Lance? No, no, no. Oh. I'm but it's so when, not up with the celeb gossip sometimes. Not at all, babes, not at all. But it is, people get really, people sort of wonder how it can happen. And I, I can you see how it can happen. You can't explain it. I can't because we've been in it. Even mm. this year I did a, um, in February I did a show, um, a haunted show with like oh, Katie yeah. Price and Jack Osborne and um, we still chat, we still have this WhatsApp group and it's so weird because you're in it, that was in a bubble you're in a hotel in the middle of nowhere we got really close I didn't want to come home I was loving life but it's it's a hard one to explain but I just think they could have done it a little bit more privately 
Well, and it's just silly because the problem is real life carries on afterwards. And I know that seems really obvious, but it's like the only way I could also, I've always done panto since I was like 18. Yeah. And again, it's the same thing that happens there and why people, all these Hollywood movie stars are always, you know, jumping in bed with each other. Look at Bran and Angelina. Bran and Angelina. Because when you are working so closely with someone in a professional environment, you do, you are so enmeshed. And also, I I suppose creative types, maybe, I'm I'm generalising, are perhaps a little bit more passionate and outward going. some fancy for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, but you have to be really realistic that when that job ends, and that is a job, I mean, real life will resume. I mean, if he kicked off this week, mm. they're both out, and then he's stuffed up with his girlfriend. I mean, her husband's still have to do that show. I know. Dancing every week. What's she meant to do? Sit in the audience and try and be supportive. Awkward. It's so awkward. I mean, it's just going to be... And awkward. I wonder if it will jeopardise next year her chances of going back as a pro dancer good she point. might have really screwed herself over just a stop getting pissed with your co-stars because we all know yeah. we've had a little drinky you know what i mean emotions run wild and all of that but i do think it's a, it's a real shame because there's marriage involved um it is just a show and as you say i think now the ramifications for this are going to be huge for both of them yeah but the strictly curse so it's awkward. a thing she's like i love my husband we're very happy together this is not a reflection on our relationship i'd be devo I'd be Devo. Oh, my gosh. Well, we will see what happens. I mean, what do you think? What do you think about the pictures? Do you think it's just a storm in a teacup? Do you just like everyone just needs to get over it? Or do you think it's something more than that? You know, let us know. It's looselipspods at gmail.com. Sorry, Anna. It's looselipspod at gmail.com. I just think they should all just, you know, get in a big pit of sex. Just a big, just get it all out of their system. Get it out of their system. Start the series. Get in. Get out. Just all have it done. off. All have, have it, off it off with each other. Car and keys in a bowl. Exactly. And then just carry on. It's not a bad shout. I think you should pitch that to the BBC. <laughs> Louisa Zisman would like a meeting to pitch the new Strictly. Oh, it's dear. basically one big mass orgy. <laughs> anyway. We'll be back with more chat after this little break. Hey, I'm Emma Coney Bear, the host of Match of the Bay podcast. Now, this podcast is not about football. It's all about the players. We're not talking about the tactics. It's all about this. It's captions like, oh, to wake up on a day when there's a sun. And it's like, oh, that's cute. And then it's like, no, every day the sun exists. If it didn't, we would die. So I replicated his header and um, it all went wrong because I knocked myself out with the football. Obama Yang. Obama Yang. Obama Yang. You see? You guys. Hey, Arsenal, you owe me for that chant, mate. Now you can find Match of the Bay on ACAS and Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. So if you want to, search Match of the Bay, and that's B-A-E. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome back to Loose Lips. We have more random chat for you. <laughs> Topical chat. Topical chat. So, uh, story this week. Yeah. Anna, you have read this one because I live with my head in the <laughs> I love it, Lou's like, uh... I'm like, you read it, tell me about it, and I'll talk about it. Okay, fine. So this one, uh, you may have seen it. It was uh, it was a story that came up in the in in the papers over the weekend. Yet another example, in my opinion, of political correctness gone mad. What is going mad. on? It's just so nuts. Apparently, parents are being banned from cheering at their kids' football matches. This is in Hampshire, so their kids don't feel pressurised. What a bunch of twats <laughs> in Hampshire! All right, old pussy pants, they're raising. Parents are asked not to gloat, to question the referee, wind up opposition, Mm. or to coach their children during play. Um, And it says here, um, an official statement, they're going to be involving, uh, this happens uh, over the weekend, will be involving coaches and spectators and asking them to remain silent throughout games to raise awareness of the need to create a positive and pressure-free environment in which children can enjoy football and learn to love and develop in the game. And this is incidentally off the back of uh, last week. uh, Manchester students were banned for cheering because apparently it would reduces, uh, sorry, it causes anxiety. So they've now been suggested to do jazz hands. Oh, stop it. Shut the front door. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, seriously, as Stop it, they're clapping. all sitting there doing bloody silent jazz hands. I mean, there is nothing more that would actually induce my anxiety if you had a whole wall of people suddenly doing <laughs> jazz hands in my face in silence. What is going on with this world? People can't cheer their children on the sidelines. I got I got asked to shut up at sports day. Talk us through it. For cheering, honestly. And, you know, in this little mixed experience I was at yesterday, they got two girls up onto the stage to whip their hair back and forth. And um, then they were like, oh, who's the winner? And one side of the audience had to cheer and the other side had to cheer. One side was clearly a lot louder than the other. And they went, oh, you're both winners. And I was like, fucking snowflake generation. Just pick a bloody winner. You can't always... Nothing is equal in life. Nothing. The younger they learn that some things you excel at, some things you don't, some things you're good at, some things you're not, there's always someone better than you in the room, richer than you in the room, more intelligent than you in the room. There is always someone that's got more, does more, is more than you. Mm. But you need to have confidence in yourself. Yes, sister. It's just... I think adding to this bullshit that we're raising our kids to be a bunch of like pansy. I mean, it's just a joke. I I would completely it's an agree. Joke. Dixie thinks she can sing. She can't sing. She's bloody useless. Okay, 
She's crap. She can't sing. She really tries. I encourage her for trying, but I tell her she needs improvement. I'm realistic, okay? She's useless at sports. She's not sporty, okay? She's in the B team at netball. She's crap at netball. The other girls are better than her. The mums give them extra coaching. I don't like netball. I'm not going to take her to extra coaching. I like horse riding. Dixie excels at horse riding. There you go. Because I encourage that. It's you know, working out what your kids are good at and what they're not. She's amazing but, but, at playing the drums, she, but she's she? crap at playing the piano. I tell her, you focus on the drums, focus on the things that you're good at. But that's the thing, because you can't and you shouldn't be amazing at everything. You don't want to be jack not, of all trades, master of none, honest, right? I, I do think I'm quite amazing at everything, though. Do you? I really do. <laughs> Honestly, if you everything had to pick I a try, floor, I'm really good at. If you had to pick a floor, what would it be? Um... <laughs> Probably, I do upset people a lot. <laughs> Probably my big gob. That's been, yeah, throughout my life. I've always been told, you know, you just need to think before you speak, Louisa. But you wouldn't but be now Louisa. I'm, when I'm older, I don't come I in. Mean, I used to try when I was younger, and now I'm like, fuck it. But seriously, it's just, you can't be good at everything, and you need to be realistic. It's like people... They've got the ugliest kid in the world and they tell them that they're beautiful. I'm sorry, they're not beautiful. Don't don't tell them that. It's not fair. You're raising kids with a false sense of who they are and whether it's you know, you need to be realistic in life. I say to Dixie, she says, Oh, I'm not the cleverest in the class. No, you're not the cleverest in the class. But as long as you try the hardest, as long as on your report, your effort is excellent or very good. That's all I care about. It's about doing your best, isn't exactly. it? And, and, and then and then focusing, as you say, on, on the good things, not instilling a full sense of... It's about doing your best, but knowing yeah. you might still lose. And if you lose, it doesn't matter because you've done your best. Do you know what? But you need to cheer the people that have, uh, that have won because yeah. they're winners. And so here's the thing. So And you've probably done this in your in your business sort of world. And I do it an awful lot in what I do in sort of my, my keynote speaking world. Is the... Imp- as as in an adult world now, we we actually have seminars on failure, as in the positive influence of failure, because we need to fail in order to a get better at stuff yeah. um, and work out what we want. And I think going back to the whole cheering your kids on on the sidelines, I think that's absolutely ridiculous. Because oh, how much? Like, so I remember my mum and dad um, used to come if I was doing like hockey, and I and bit bit like you actually with Dixie, I was a bit crap. I was sort I don't of like I was middle ground. But but you know what? It, I actually liked the fact that my parents were on the sideline go on come on girl you know and it wasn't aggressive it was supportive and actually how much of us just put that little extra bit of effort in when someone believes in us and also i do cheer the kids at sports day who are who are last everybody does you do it gives them that boost when they're last in the race but the winners should be congratulated because they've won they were top of their game and they were the best you and people that are top of their game and have smashed it and are the best should be told that otherwise where is the motive the incentive the, the drive to achieve and to be the best. But as you say, and I think that is the And key you should part, be the best, I think. But well, but you but you're completely right in that fact that you caveat it in that anyone that takes part, of course you you, you celebrate what they've yeah. done. But, but actually, still, you but, were a loser. You lost. You were crap. 
try better or do something try different. Better. But I think I think it would be weirder to then have everything silent because then how exposing is that? How it's like, bizarre. but also I don't think you know if you've done something right or wrong. If you're on a sports pitch, I'm not very sporty either. But imagine you kind of kicked a goal or something and you got no Sorry. reaction. Can you like, imagine? Was that a good thing? Was it a bad? You know, what did I do right or wrong? You you actually respond, don't you, accordingly yeah. to what the what the feedback but even is. Even when you go to, for instance, you go and watch a football match or a rugby match, the atmosphere is so fun because everyone's so into it and we're cheering on our teams. From when do you transition to doing jazz hands at a kids' football match to going to watch Arsenal play and everyone's jazz everyone's handing? Jazz but, handing. But, but also they're the same. It translates <laughs> if you went to the O2. Oh, it's fucking ridiculous. I'm sorry. It's stupid, isn't it? It's like if you were, I went to go and watch Britney not long ago she at the O2. shit, though. She is, you, did you think she was good? No, she was quite crap, actually. Crap, she's awful. Yeah. I, w- I wouldn't jazz she hands m- her. She mimed the whole time and she didn't she's even useless. bother speaking to the I audience. could have been a better Britney than Britney was when I saw her. I actually think you could have smashed it yeah. from the O2 better See, than Britney. Again, brilliant at everything, <laughs> even being Britney. No, but this is no, this is nuts. And this whole thing that the cheering adds to the anxiety, it doesn't. Who who are these people making this shit up? Do you know what? And it is, and I and I They will... should be hung, drawn and quartered publicly. Mm. And while they're doing it, people can jazz hands them. We should do. We should silently just boo. But thumbs it's true. down. So how much? And I do suffer with anxiety. So I'm going to speak from a, from a knowledgeable position to, to anyone that did trot this out. Actually, the, the quickest way of reducing anxiety or low self esteem, or if you're feeling a bit panicky, is to have some reassurance. Do you know what yeah. I mean? You suddenly go. It's like when you go on stage or something, and and you're think you're absolutely shitting your pants about going on stage. Everyone feels a bit nervous, a bit anxious. But suddenly you've got if everyone's going, hey, yeah, it's like a warm oh, you, welcome. You, you, you Settle in. Yeah. Imagine if you went on stage or something and it was just silence. That's You'd so be terrified. Awkward. Well, they, those are our thoughts. I mean, what do you think? I mean, do you think that this is nuts or do you nuts. think there's something in Soon it? Soon you won't be able to laugh at a comedian's jokes. I mean, there are quite a few comedians that like, don't I, laugh I, I wouldn't at. laugh at. I actually love comedians. Yes, I don't We should go on a comic night out, actually. I do love a psychic them. night, but have a I'm comic night. I'm going round. out with my friend tonight, Stephen Bailey. Oh, oh you should funny. come. Do you oh, come? Thanks. Come, I'm going out with him and Russell Kane's wife, who's also a. Oh, I didn't know that. Come, we're having dinner. Oh, Lindsay, she was meant to come on Friday, but she oh, couldn't. Come out. Good, good. Thank you. I'll, so I'll... I'm out with the uh, funny tonight. You are out with the funny tonight. A funny. Um, get in touch with us, looselipspod at gmail.com. What do you think about standing on the sidelines? I don't even know why we're talking. I mean, it's such a waste of bloody breath. It's just contributing mm. to the children who don't even know if they've got an identity anymore. Mm. I agree. I agree. I do. You celebrate your kids for what they're fantastic at. And you know what? It is okay to be brilliant at some stuff and to be crappy at other stuff as well. It's important. I mean, I still cheer at at Sports Day, even though they told me not to. But now I just cheer the other children as well, Mm, especially the loser ones. But don't the other kids, the other parents cheer? No, they're like fucking silent. Why? But can I just, this is, I'm going to have a mini rant now. Go on. If you are one of my mums at school and you're listening to this in my form, they are so shit. What the mums are? Yeah. Oh, you know, I, I was arranging our Christmas gates. party. <laughs> yeah. Teamed up with two of the other forms. Did like this night out, local Chinese entertainment, DJ. For the mums or the kids? For the mums. Oh, I have yeah. like a mum. No one responded. <gasps> Seriously. So I thought, fuck it, I'm in Paris anyway. I forgot actually. I'm in <laughs> Paris that night. But it's not the point, right? I was, uh, yeah. No one replied. Honestly. 
Well, I think you're well placed to say that's a bit crap. Honestly, that's so shit. My mum's at school, which I actually don't mind. Look, I don't want to be particularly friends with every frigging mum at school. Um, I've got my friends. I've only got a two-friend quota. I know you do. Per year, I have a two-friend quota. You do. It's quite a good quota. Um, But yeah, like, that was so shit. So that's the kind of mums that are in... They're quiet, they're diplomatic, they're a lot more politically correct than I would be, and there's nothing wrong with that. They're nice, they're pleasant women. Pleasant women. They're nice and pleasant I, on the other hand, am nuts. Vocal. Vocal. Big gob. And unapologetic And unapologetic, it. yeah. So, well, you know, perhaps we don't always blend the best together. But you know so what? This I world big would, gob would be a very dull place if everybody was the same. Yeah, it would. Um, well, I mean, you're, you're just gearing up. You're warming up into <laughs> rant mode. So, um, so I think we may as well crack on with Louise's rant of the week. So, Lulu, what do you got for? I am ranting. This is... I do not like this woman that I'm about to rant about. It's not one of the mums from school. Meghan Markle's shitty sister, <laughs> Samantha. Oh, here we go. Samantha, Samantha Markle. Markle. She's in She's in the UK, I believe. She is a fame-hungry bloody whore, mm. isn't she? She just laps it up like there's no tomorrow. And do you know what irritates me more than her? Is that we give her press. Who are the paparazzi doing these set-up pictures? Mm. So set-up. So basically, she flew in from Timbuktu, wherever she bloody lives. Lives. She hounds poor Megan. Just let them be happy. I think they're trying for a baby. It hasn't gone to plan so far. She's not quite pregnant, mm. is she? Mm. Well, we don't how, know. How did you get that inside? Well, I'm just saying, she's 36, 37. They're obviously trying for a baby. They're obviously finding it hard because she's older. So they're going to have to have fertility treatment. She's going to end up with twins. It's on the cards, okay? I mean, I, I like the fact that... <laughs> I'm telling you, you heard it for here first. Obviously, they're going to have fertility treatment. If she's not pregnant by their anniversary, they're going to have it. Like, why wouldn't you? They've got the money to do it. Yeah. I wouldn't hang around. I'd just do it. But anyway, so her sister is just a shithead. That, I mean, that's it. She, I first hated her when I saw her on Good Morning Britain with Piers Morgan. Um, and she was kind of semi-nice then. And she was writing this book princess pushy sister i mean they're barely even sisters um nothing to do with blood just their age gap is like 20 years back she changed her name to markle did she yeah i but i think that's true um i think she she was samantha something else but then she changed she changed her name back to samantha markle once megan got with prince harry she's just she's just ridiculous and well, the thing is, I think people feel like they can't say anything about her because she's in a wheelchair. I don't care if she's in a fucking wheelchair. Is she? She's still a shithead. Is she? Yeah, she's got... Um, I didn't know MS that. or something. I mean, that's sad, but I didn't know... I, didn't I, I know don't that. feel sorry for her. It's fucking karma. She's a very strange lady. She's awful. So she's flown into England now after hounding Megan, after slagging her off on Twitter, trying to get all the bloody attention she can get. She's an absolute, typical five minutes. Her poor sister has moved halfway across the world to get away from her and just wants to be happy. And she rocks up to Kensington Palace in her wheelchair, gets turned away. So what did she do? She she handed them, she tried to go and see Megan uninvited to Kensington Palace. I mean, I'm sorry, Megan doesn't like her. I've got more chance of rocking up into Kensington Palace than she has. I mean, I could claim I'm Megan's bloody whatever, probably get a meeting. So Megan does not want to see you, Samantha. She just wants you to go away and she's an absolute pain in the arse. The woman rocks up to Kensington Palace. Clearly they say, no, you're a frigging nutter. You need to go away. Well, it was upsetting. Turn her away. Completely 
set up, paps everywhere. She's in her wheelchair with like her poor husband pushing her along. So clearly, like, you know, I think she can walk. I think she just goes into the wheelchair for effect. And then she hands the note to Megan, like the long lost sister. She hands a, oh, hands a note to the security. Oh, please give this to Megan. Megan's like, no, I'm going to put it on the frigging fire. Mm. And then she proceeds to go to some weirdo souvenir stand and buys masks of Harry and Meghan. It's weird. She's got a weird obsession. They need to take out a restraining order against this crazy woman. It is a little weird. I think... What's she going to do? Go and wear a mask with her husband? Turn her husband probably, put the Harry mask on. (laughs) Oh, it freaks me out. She needs to go. She needs to go back to America. They should block her from coming in. She should have some weird block on her. Just let your sister do you be think happy. they think? Do you think they think that if they, it'll just sort of, you know, she'll, she'll go away quietly? What are they going to do with her? Well, I mean, they I'm, need to do something. They've tried to ignore her. I think they tried to be nice to her. Uh, nothing is working. This woman is stalking Meghan Markle. It's a national security risk. I wonder what. I think it is generally a security risk. Just because she's her sister doesn't mean she's a fucked up weirdo. I mean, I am sitting here genuinely pondering this and thinking, well, yeah, I mean, I wonder what, what they do do around what security. Can they, she's turning up to Kensington Palace. I'm sorry. If this was anyone else, weird there fan. would be a restraining order. If this was some weird fan... True. That, that, that kept turning up, it's that true. kept publicly speaking out, that this person would be arrested... They would be. There would be a hundred percent a restraining order. That there'd be security around this. This woman is freaking nuts. Do you know what? I, She's I, nuts. But how embarrassing must it be it's for for Megan in the family? I mean, every family's got one, right? Right? I know, right? But, uh, but I, it must be. It, I think it. As you say, it was. They must have just heard that. Samantha Markle arrived in the UK and just gone, oh. But why no. didn't they put a block on? I would block her. If I was the Queen, I'd be like, I fucking rule everything. Fuck off. You go back to America. They don't let half our people in. They're so bloody picky. That's so terrible. why can't we exercise the same shit that they exercise to our people? Well, I think maybe if you're Samantha Markle, then yes. Well, flip an Lou, that is one hell of a rant. I think you have tick boxed an awful lot in today's <laughs> rant. I look forward to the feedback. Oh, God. Uh, Lou, I think there's a lot of people, though, that would um, very much uh, concur with you about their feelings. I mean, what do you Samantha think we Markle? should do about Samantha Markle? She's a national problem. She's all of our problems. I've decided to tackle this one. I'm going to take it on. I-, I think that, you know, we need to tell her we don't like you. We don't want you. Just go away. I think it's just a little bit embarrassing and Go back and to awkward. your trailer trash, redneck, freaking Hicksville place, where you came from. Stay there. Don't come out. Take the passport. Burn that on the fire. Chuck a few other things on there, maybe including yourself, and be gone. That's it. Job done. Anyway, that's us for another week, Anna. <laughs> If you want to get in touch, you can email us at leesipspod at gmail.com. She's got all quiet now. Uh, or tweet or Insta post us as well using the hashtag, uh, hashtag loosepod. Or you can, of course, uh, get in touch with us straight away on Instagram. It's at Louise Assistant and at Life Coaching by Anna. Do not forget to rate us five stars, write a review and subscribe to the podcast. Um, it really helps others find the podcast and join in the convo. I'll be interested to know what the reviews are this week in particular. Can I just let you both know something or let Emma and Anna and all of you listening? So my rant last week was about cyclists. I had lots and lots of agreement about the cyclists. However, People really enjoyed that rant. 
Yeah, because they could relate. Everyone thinks the same, right? Just no one freaking says it. It's so frustrating. Again, the PC policy. Anyway, I had a tweet from a cyclist. Oh, right. see, I told you you're going to get a backlash. I know. I do, only from one. Most people agreed with me. Now, how do I work Twitter? I never, I never come on Twitter anymore. Right. So from a man, oh Joshua, Joshua Robinson was his name on Twitter. He listened to the podcast. Again, another man. Fan man. Thanks, Joshua, for being a fan man. Notice you're a social lib dem, though. Not a fan of that, darling, on your uh, Twitter profile. Fan man. Anyway, I am going to get... What's, what's so funny about fan man? This isn't bloody loading. Basically, what was the gist of it? The gist of it was, he <laughs> tweeted me moaning about my rant saying that I'm running people over um, and it's not good and he pays council tax or something which is as good as road tax blah 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 and he's a cyclist and he doesn't want me to run him over um, God he really went for it Oh he's so OTT Anna. I mean she hasn't actually run anyone over I haven't run anyone over I can over. reassure you about that um, He said I can't believe I'm having to listen to the utter rubbish that at the Lulu Life which is my Twitter handle is saying on a podcast about cycling this morning I do pay for the roads with my council tax payments and saying you hit people is neither funny nor clever Well firstly darling Joshua we didn't make you listen to the bloody podcast. You're not having to listen, okay? You chose to download it and listen to it. Number one, just don't fucking listen. We're not bothered. Look, we hit 100,000 last week. We're cool with listeners. Um, so I responded. I said, you don't have to listen and you should pay a cycling road tax. Also, I've never actually hit anyone. I'm just tempted to occasionally give the twat cyclists a little nudge because they cycle like they're immortal. Grr. He reported. He reported my to the Twitter police. To the Twitter police. And then what happened? I got an email from Twitter. Saying what? Hello. We have received a complaint regarding your account at the Luli Life for the following content. Tweet ID, blah, blah, blah. Tweet text, blah, blah, blah. My tweet. We have investigated the reported content and could not identify any violations of the Twitter rules or applicable law. Accordingly, we have not taken any action at this time. So up yours, Joshua. Suck on that one. How do you like them apples? Anyway. Well, on that note, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Twat of the week. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Anna Williamson from Breaking Mum and Dad, the podcast. If you haven't listened to my series yet, please do come on in. It is all about parenting from an emotional and mental health perspective. And believe me, we delve deep into the real honest feelings, warts and all. And then he came out and I was like, who the f*** is this guy? So what, what, so, and I think, I want and to ask you about that. it was an instant, and I wasn't so, one of those people on Facebook going, I'm so in love, and I thought, you know, hashtag feeling blessed, I wasn't. I was like, uh, what? So please do subscribe, come on board, it's Breaking Mum and Dad, the podcast with me, Anna Williamson, and all of my very, very special guests. You can access it on Acast, your Apple Podcasts, or however else you get your podcasts. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.